All right, welcome back to the Gospel for Life, your favorite program on the radio. All of life. All, <laughs> including gospel for all of life. Um, my name is Josh Bells. I'm one of the co-hosts. Uh, I'm one of the pastors at the Well Church. Another pastor is here with us, Pastor Paul Lohr, also from the Well. Glad you're here today, brother. Me too, brother. And then Ben Rao, one of our pastoral interns. Glad you're here. Me too. Yeah, you're sitting in Russ's spot. I feel I know, it's strange. I isn't still, it? I feel a certain antagonism towards you right now. <laughs> I, I can't put my finger on it, but um, please don't hurt me, Josh. <laughs> Not again. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm operating. I'm I'm sitting in the familiar chair. Yes, Jonathan Van Hoogen from Dayspring Reform Church. And we are here to talk about Christian education. Uh, we have been doing so the last um, several days. Um, let's. And, and I would just say, if you've missed any of the last couple programs, please just go subscribe to our podcast. You can find it even on the website, 94.1, 94.1 The Voice. Is that the website? Okay. Talking to the, our producer. Um, 941thevoice.com. You can find our program in the archives. So uh, we're in the middle of July. Next month, many of you are sending your kids to, to school, wh- wherever that may be. And the Bible talks about Christian education. Now, um, I believe that one of the greatest myths of the last century is that education is a neutral task, that all subjects, math, grammar, history, etc., can be taught without reference to religion. Education is neutral, they say. And, and neutral or neuter, it just means neither one or the other. Uh, Dr. Joseph Boot points out, quote, a neutered man is called a eunuch because in the full sense of the term, he is no longer uh, male, yet not female. The term has since come to mean an unbiased position or an unwillingness to take sides. So over the last century, in at least American education, we've, we've bought into the lie that education is a neutral endeavor. Well, I even think that uh, whether you're sending your children to Christian school this fall or uh, to public school, um, you know, because education's foundation is in the home, there is a great responsibility on the parents' part to find out what is being taught. To mm. um, because even sending your children to Christian school, there's some deprogramming that needs to go on. Um, one, uh, your children are being educated by their peers. Uh, two, their, you know, the 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 teachers uh, themselves, you know, have their opinions that they're sharing, and uh, you know, if it's a Christian school, it may not even communicate the very doctrines that you think are important. Uh, so, you uh, constantly need to, um, you know, be presenting the program of of your heart to your own children. Amen. Amen. Well, I guess I just want to press the button a little bit but, harder. Okay, a little bit deeper. Well, uh, well, is education like, so neutral? I, I 100% agree, 100% agree that uh, the parents are the ones that are most responsible for their children. So no matter what education they bring them to, they they have the obligation before God to disciple them. No, no, no doubt. But I grew up in – so I remember for – I think that there's a lot of Christian parents who are are waking up to how bad the public school systems are. And they're saying things like, man, it wasn't bad like this when I was a kid. Why can't we just go back to, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago when, when public education was safe? So I'm making the claim that 
it was never quote unquote safe because it was never ever neutral. Uh, you know, one right. of the things that that Jesus said um, in Matthew twelve thirty is, "Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters." Mm-hmm. And so Jesus is making like uh, the the biggest either or statement possible. If you're not gathering with me, then by definition you're you're scattering. So this idea of of a neutral education, it's fundamentally um, impossible. Well, um, you know, we talk about how we know God. We know him by two great books. We know him by the book of nature. We know him by the the written revelation that he's given to us. Uh, those are not conflicting things. But because of the because of the fall of man, because of sin entering into the world, uh, there, you know. That knowledge of the book of nature is no longer neutral. It is filtered through our own preferences and our own ambitions and all these other things that are, are happening. My wife happens to teach uh, at, at a, um, one of these uh, for-profit colleges. I won't mention the name, but uh, she was she's teaching um, a, a part on embryology on. And she's talking about the, you know, when the ovum and the sperm come together and the zygote is created, um, this is before implantation in the womb. Um, The textbook says an individual is formed at that point. You know, this is science. This is, you know, that's the scientific understanding. And, you know, a little further on in this embryology, you know, you got the, you you got the, the, you know, within that. Um, zygote, the, there's DNA already that's going to determine whether it's an XY chromosome or an XX chromosome. And, and she says as she reads actually literally from the book, um, you know, you, she gives a very long pregnant pause. And it becomes almost uncomfortable. Mm. And the students begin to you know, somewhat giggle because they know where Mrs. Van Hoogen comes from. She, you know that the reason she's made that pause is she's saying, follow the science, follow this, understand this. This is not a neutral thing. Well, maybe, maybe to flush it out, that was a helpful illustration, brother. Um, I think the premise behind the idea that we need to have a, a quote unquote neutral um, school system is because of the the maxim that's almost unquestioned today. The maxim is this, it's wrong to impose your morals on other people. It's wrong to impose your morals on other people. Therefore, in the in the public school system, we have to have a- Including those morals? Well, that's, that's exactly <laughs> where I'm going. So, so that statement is a moral statement. It says it's wrong. It's making a, a judgment of what is right and what is wrong. And the statement is claiming it's wrong to do that. And so that statement itself is by uh, definition religious. It, it deals with ultimate matters of, of truth and error of, of right and wrong. And it also happens to be self-refuting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Because it prescribes for the whole world a certain moral paradigm. Yep. Mm. Yep. Well, at the same time, claiming it's wrong to do so. Yep. In some ways, we've we've thrown out some of the best of 
the education systems of the past, whether, you know, from the Greeks or the Romans or where, whoever it was coming from, you know, because, uh, you know, one of the things that was historically taught was, uh, you know, a um, a trivium, which, you know, which was, you know, what what are we, you know, which began with logic and, and logic. You know, this is one of the things we've lost logic in our schools. Yeah. So um, nothing is tested by logic. Is this does this is this self refuting? Right. Yeah. We're not even arming um, our children with the tools. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing, and I would just say too, what what has become very clear. So what, what what's really helpful in our culture right now is the clarity that is coming to the to the fore. Um, if somebody was under the assumption that neutrality could be taught, um, then all we need to do is just point to a couple uh, markers. Um, look, uh, if you go to a communist nation, communists will interpret the sin and suffering in history, in the subject of history, through the lens of Marxism. Mm. Uh, the Darwinists teach uh, our origins in the subject of science through the lens of naturalism. Uh, the social justice warriors interpret the certainty in the subject of math through the lens of racism. So each ism that you choose, it's going to put its worldview lens over each subject and interpret the subject through its religious uh, lens. And if someone says, well, wait a second, those aren't r religions. But actually, um, that's, that's actually false. Um, uh, even the Supreme Court... Uh, ruled in 1961 that humanism is a religion. The Humanist Manifesto claims it's a religion. There was a Supreme Court case in 1961, uh, Torcaso versus Watskin, Watkins. And I'm not saying the Supreme Court is is um, infallible. They're the standard of all truth. But mm -hmm. but it went to court because the humanists were trying to say, no, we we are a religion, and that's exactly what they found. Mm -hmm. And now they want to be uh, a considered not religious so that they can teach our children right exactly right. if if i can uh, hopefully this will be a helpful illustration um if the u.s military uh, decided that boot camp was a little bit expensive to administer and so they thought you know what let's just subcontract for this and uh we think that the the north korean military will do a fine job of teaching our recruits how to shoot um and so we send our recruits uh, over to North Korea under the understanding that um, the Korean military, North Korean military, is only to teach them how to shoot. Um, now, do you think that the North Korean military would take U.S. military recruits and only tell them, only here's, here's how to make the round go where the crosshairs, I mean, it, that's, that's a preposterous notion. Um, and yet, this is what many parents are doing with their children. They're sending them uh, essentially to the, the academy, to the training grounds of the enemy, uh, expecting that, that they're not going to tell us on who to put the crosshairs yeah. mm -hmm. or when or why. All those things come together. They just do. Yeah. Let, let's, let's just do a thought experiment for a second. Let's suppose that it was possible um, at some school somewhere in some sub, sub, suburb of some Midwestern state that it's possible to teach the subjects neutrally. 
Let's just grant me that. Would that be sinful or not sinful? Sinful. It would be sinful. Yeah. Why? Why would it be sinful to teach the subjects neutrally? Because either we're glorifying God or we're not. So if you're teaching something as neutrally as you can, that's clearly not bringing glory to God. Right. It's robbing education of the chief end for which it was made. Well, even for even as a, a preacher, uh, you know, I don't get up on a Sunday and say, some people say this, some people say that. And just leave it there. Uh, my, my, the goal in, in, in preaching is to come to some understanding of a text and say, thus says the Lord. Mm-hmm. That was, that's the real goal. And that was also the goal for our education is, is to direct the thought to its highest end. That's right. Amen. The chief end of education is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. Well, if you've missed any of these uh, pot broadcasts on um, Christian education, of course, just go subscribe to The Gospel for Life. You can also find it on the archives of 941thevoice.com. Don't forget uh, that this coming October 21st and 22nd is our annual Boise Reformation Conference. We have Dr. Joel Beakey back. He was one of the inaugural speakers in 2017. 2017. He was. And so it was was great to have him then. It's going to be really wonderful to have him now speaking about the church. Yep. And his co-speaker is uh, Dr. Derek Thomas. He's one of the Ligonier Fellows. So he uh, speaks on the circuit with um, all the remnants of the R.C. Sproul ministry, great ministry. Uh, The the. Title of our conference this year is The Church is One Foundation. If you go to ReformationBoise.com, you can register for free. This has been the Gospel for Life. We'll see you next time.